This is Family Time 99. We're talking about organization. Family Time 99 has a nice ring to it. Kind of crazy to think that next week we're going to be doing Family Time 100. It was when I started doing these formally, we started calling them Family Time. I numbered them for one school year, and I'll talk about this more next week, I'm sure. But I was going to start over numbering them again, just kind of doing the weeks of the school year. And some of my students said, no, you should just keep it going. Just keep numbering them. We'll see how, see how far we go. So here we are, family time 99. We're talking about organization. Organization is such an important skill and another difficult skill to develop sometimes. The reason I think it's hard for a lot of people to get organized, however you want to get organized, is we see it as a restrictive thing. We see it as something that's not very fun. It's just not enjoyable. We don't want a bunch of limitations and a bunch of rules. We don't want to be put into a box. And I largely agree with that. But something I have really discovered is the more regimented and more organized I am about certain aspects of my life, I would really say, <laughs> I guess about certain, certain parts of all phases of my life, then the more freedom I also have in those phases of my life. What I mean by that is, I'm very organized but I, I often, I like to leave free space. That's something that we don't think about either. If we're thinking about making a schedule or setting up some sort of process, being organized in some way, I think we often only look at the, the obligations, the things that we have to do. We can, we can organize the lives that we want. We can build schedules that make room for fun, that make room for our hobbies, that make room for all the things we're passionate about. A lot of my organization is honestly focused on that. And I find the more organized I am, the more I can ad lib a little bit, the more I can freestyle. I look at it sort of like jazz. Whether people really like jazz or not, a lot of times jazz just seems like it's this off-the-cuff improvisation. And it is to a point, but it's it only really works when the musicians really, really know how to play. They have the skills. And then they can start improvising. And then it sounds like something. Same thing with most things in life. If we're really going to put in the work, build the foundation, it makes it a lot easier for us to adapt, for us to go on our own, for us to improvise and freestyle. I'm going to talk about some of the things that I do to organize myself. These certainly don't need to be the processes for anyone else, but in my classes, as we talk about organization, I'm going to ask my students to identify a task or a goal that they want to 
set up some organization to help them achieve. And then I want them to identify things like the resources they have, time, materials, skills, and how they can organize either a process or a schedule to help them achieve the goal that they want. To ultimately have the something closer to the lives they want. And that's really, that comes down to a lot of my organization. So I'll show a couple of things. I've talked about this sort of stuff at different times. I'm big on writing things down. Here, if you're watching the video component of the family time, I'm holding up just a, a yellow legal pad that I write down on a different sheet of paper, I have a few things that really for the year, I don't do like New Year's resolutions, but I have points of focus. A lot of times it's just a single word or phrases that I write down that remind me about areas I want to focus on for the year. Then one month at a time, I will write, I'll write the month on the top of a page. And then I'll write categories of things that I want to focus on. So mine are kids, health, art, media, home, school, and learn. That's what I have. Then underneath those, I might have a couple bullet points. So like underneath the heading that says kids, I have quality, dreams, fun, and learn. So those are points of focus I want with my kids. Where we're together, I want to make sure, one, every time we're together, I want to make sure our time is quality time. That's pretty vague, but it's just my little checkpoint that like when we're together, it's not, I'm not on my phone. I'm not distracted by other things. We are spending time together. And that could be something as simple as like, we're watching a show together. That's cool. But if we're doing that, I'm sitting with you and we're watching it and we're enjoying it together. Dreams are something I want to focus on. I want to help them explore new things. As they become passionate about things, I go all in. I want to help them pursue their dreams. Fun. I try to make sure that some of our time is just fun. We're involved in a lot of activities. So I try to make sure like, hey, did I get my kids to laugh today? And if I'm thinking like, oh, I haven't really just been silly with them, then it's time for me to start doing a silly voice or doing a character. Or I'll grab my guitar and we start making up silly nonsense songs. Because like, did we just have fun? And then learn. So I help my kids learn anything. Sometimes it's like, oh, hey, you should check this out so you know about this thing culturally or whatever. <laughs> which, which is funny. I say that sometimes and I say it in class too. I'll tell my students, you should know this just for culture. <laughs> and my 11-year-old son, Mickey, turned that around on me the other day. He wanted to show me something and I was like yeah I don't know it was like it was a movie we're gonna watch and I'm like meh he's like you ever seen this no and I'm like meh okay and he's like you should watch it for culture <laughs> like okay I don't uh, I don't know the movie he was picking was real culturally significant universally speaking but wound up being a fun movie it was uh here comes the boom who has ever seen that Kevin James as a Teacher who becomes a UFC fighter. Kind of a sweet movie. Pretty funny. So he thought I should watch that for culture. That's a bit of an aside. But those are the things that when I'm 
I have those points of focus and I have bullet points like that under all those different categories, then I can do that self-reflection we talked about last week, that self-reflection piece at the end of the day, did I address these things? And I just kind of make tally marks. Then I break things down smaller where I'll list out the days of the week. I'll put big things that like I need to hit there. I mean, I don't write down like school every day. I know I'm going to school where I teach and stuff like that. But I'll put like, oh, this is the activities, the kids' activities we have that day or the meeting that I have or whatever it is. Jot those things down just to help stay organized that way. And then other points of focus or stuff like that. I also have big on the whiteboards. I'm holding this up to the camera if you're watching the video. This is one of one of several whiteboards around our house. This is a whiteboard calendar. I have a I do have a paper, as you call it paper, calendar too, that I write things out a long way ahead of time. Is just as they come up, and I have a Google Calendar too. So I have a lot of sort of things backing this up. But on the whiteboard calendar, I mark down all of our activities, my kids and my activities and different stuff we've got going on, practices, all those sorts of things, school activities. And it's color-coded. <laughs> so for me, things that are in black are sort of general things. Things that are in red are school-related things. Stuff that is in blue is just the stuff that the kids and I are sharing and doing together. And stuff that is in green is my media stuff, business, meetings, things like that. So I can, and that's not the end of it. I, I write down lists of here's media stuff that I want to be doing and chat down other things. I like to map out ahead of, a month ahead of time when my kids might want to pack their lunches for the month, stuff like that. So to my point, that might seem a little restrictive. That might seem a little overly planned. But I like to really be planned up front so that I'm not, I'm not worrying about things when I'm in them. So when I'm, when a day comes up, I'm not worried about what do I got going on today? Oh, I got to do this thing. Oh, I forgot that, Baba. I I don't like that. That to me is, is stressful. I don't want to be stressed. I want to enjoy my day. And I want to be able to totally change course if I want. I'm, I don't see organization as restrictive. I see it as something that gives me a lot of freedom. Because if I have a great plan going in, then I can change things and stuff's not going to fall off the rails. Or when unexpected things come up. That's, that's maybe the key. Some people have a really strict plan and when things don't go according to plan which is often the case in life, they have a hard time adapting. I try not to be like that. We talked about last week, protective but not precious. I try not to be precious about those sorts of things. Something comes up, I'm well prepared, I'm organized, that's fine. Then I can move things around. That's part of the reason I like to be prepared for things. 
I will even, I didn't even realize this was sitting here, coincidentally. I will make daily little notes in my pocket about stuff that I want to do. And it'll have everything from, oh, here's a couple of things I want to hit for sure at school. Here's what I want to, what I have to make sure I have before I leave the house in the morning, those sorts of things. And I think about that the night before. That's kind of, again, back to that jazz thing. If I'm teaching in class, if I'm coaching, I will make pretty detailed plans. It's track season right now. I coach throwers. I'll make very detailed plans about what we're going to do every day. I'll make a plan for the week. I send those plans out to my athletes at the start of the week. They can see our game plan for the whole week. Here's what I want to address. But I send it as a Google Doc so I can change it. And after every practice, then I reassess, and here's the things I maybe want to tweak that we maybe didn't get to. I want to hit harder uh, after seeing our performance today. Here's what I want to do tomorrow. But I've got a plan because when, when I'm in it, when I'm coaching, I don't want to be thinking about what's next. I want to be reacting to what my athletes need. It's the same thing in class. I hope my classes don't seem very planned. I want it to seem very freeform, but it can only be that way and be effective if I've done a lot of planning ahead of time. That I have a very good idea of, here's the projects that we're going to be doing, here are things that I want to show you. And then from there, I can jump off and go all other directions. And I think my students probably tell you, we, we get what you would maybe call off course a lot, but it's because I have a game plan of where I want to get. And I don't really, I don't really care what avenue we take to get there, but if I've got a, a clear plan of where I want to be. I've got a clear vision for where I want to be. We can take different routes to get there. So that is one of the great things about organization. For me, it allows me to to be more free and to really be in the moment then because I'm not, I'm not worried. I know that I've put in the front end work so then I can experience it. So that's what we're going to focus on this week is finding ways to be organized. And people certainly don't need to do what I do. That may be a little much for some people. But I like to be busy and I, but a lot of the stuff that I have on my calendar is these are activities that I want to do. And these are days when I'm going to go do my thing and work out and do all this stuff. I've got that scheduled and I've got no problem changing things because I've got a plan, plan of action. All right. Thank you. Family time 100 will be up next week. Until then, much love.